family, friends, strangers and friends to be. Welcome back to Musings of an Inquisitive Mind, where we sought after the true meaning of life through reflection and deep knowledge with an unbiased lens across various aspects of life. If this is something you'd be interested in, why why not subscribe? You know, share with the friend and family and everybody. And let's, you know, join the conversation. You will not regret it. So this podcast was inspired by a friend who shared with me kind of his wrestling as a scholar um, and as he's putting work out there. He has come to this realization and this consciousness that um, kind of the work he puts out has a way of continuing the legacy of colonialism. And I mean, he went a bit into, you know, detail and stuff. And this had me reflecting on my own life um, in this context as a fellow scholar and and a lover of knowledge. Um, So, yeah, this is how we're here. So, I shared a post on my WhatsApp status. It reads, My grandest vision has always been to change the world, albeit my part of world, for the better, in so far as education liberates me. Today, however, I sit with the ambiguities of knowing and the uncomfortable reality of privilege. I would like to talk to this um, briefly. Um, it really, uh, it, yeah, it's a summation of my reflection from what uh, my friend had shared. Shout out to my friend. He knows himself. Um, cool. So I think the, big, the, the first thing I want to unpack is this idea of changing the world, right? Where did we get it from, actually? Who who invented the statement <laughs> of changing the world? Um, because attached to that is this messiah complex, right? I am going to make the world a better place for everyone. Now, you know, take note of the I am going to make this you know world a better place. While the intention is well is is, is good. I think the 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 name <laughs> or the, the 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 phrase rather um, the Messiah complex comes from the I am going to do A B C D and F and often it's of course related to kind of saving someone or changing I think something for the better in that you are the only one positioned somewhat not yeah to do that. Briefly, this is not a dictionary dis- definition. This is my own summarization of what this means in the context of I am going to change the world. Um, like I said, I think it's um, uh, it's it's um, it's a statement that has a positive connotation to it outrightly, um, and there is nothing wrong with um, wanting to change the world at all. If anything, I think. We need people who are bold enough to take some kind of action, um, whatever form that action takes, 
um, to bring justice where there is none, right? To bring equality where there is none. Um, and I think that's what we are all looking to do, right? Um, but also um, attached to this statement is that I have known of a world before or I know of a world that is not better, right? And often, and I can speak for myself, and I, 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 as I was reflecting on this, I thought to myself, and it's something I've said for years, already like from high school, <laughs> I'm going to change the world, you know. And I think to myself, where did that, where did that come from? Okay, again, like I said, I think, you know, unpacking whoever invented the statement is a whole episode on its own. But I think about where I come from, where I grew up, um, you know, I I grew up in, in Vanahera, you know, here in Vinto, just, yeah. Um, I don't really remember life being so difficult that I didn't have food to eat. And I'm grateful to God for that. But when I then became educated and I was able to, for example, live in Cape Town or, you know, New York or Port Elizabeth, so some of the cities I've kind of briefly lived in, you see a different world. And, and it makes you want more. Um, and you see how that changes the narrative of what should be from where you come from. Now, interestingly, like I said, this is something, this is a notion I came up with, uh, not I came up with, but a notion that I would kind of preached for the longest since I was already in high school. And from, for me, I ask myself then if now that I'm older and I've traveled a bit, it makes sense, you know, because when I'm far removed from my reality, uh, from the reality that I grew up knowing, um, it makes sense with, to then say, ooh, I have seen a better world. I can go back and change where I come from for the better. If whoever defines better, that's a discussion for another day. But there is something about um, about um, how should I say education? <laughs> Yeah, there's basically something about that, that comes with with education and that leads to privilege i guess um and in and 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 you know there's our uh, one of my lecturers once said um privilege is relative uh but basically <laughs> the, um as you go up in your education ranks or your um, professional ranks, you name it, um, you are exposed to a, almost like a higher level of life, you know? And from that position, you can speak down to say, I want to go back to what I knew before, which, you know, probably is not better. <laughs> Therefore, I want to go make it better. Um, but as I was saying, going back to growing up and and being in high school and thinking I'm going to change the world I think a lot of these narratives came from me watching movies <laughs> if I'm being honest and tv just in general um yeah and I then of course saw this and I thought oh I'm also going to change the world and I don't think I understood fully what that meant and uh yeah so 
Um, yeah. Again, like going back to what I mentioned earlier, when where I grew up, I, I honestly, I didn't see anything wrong with where I grew up or like, and then this may not be everyone's story with all due respect, of course. Um, but I, I loved where I grew up. I, you know, I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, um, and I think even when I was in high school and I would say I was going to change the world, I, I think for the most part, I wasn't referring to where I came from. I think I was referring to some other place out there, somewhere else people are dying of hunger and I'm going to bring change to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, so I, I think I just said with that question and interrogating, where does that come from, given where I come from? Uh, and um, yeah, and just looking back on my own journey, right? Now, <clears throat> education plays an important role in, I guess, feathering our understanding of what the statement means, if at all, <laughs> or at least sh like shedding some light on that statement. Um, because when you think hard about it, you know, when we are younger, we are... Um, encouraged to, in fact, we're not even encouraged, we don't have a choice but to enter the education system. And through that education system, we are, I wouldn't say brainwashed, because that's not a fair watch to use. But we are, hmm, we are, I guess, confronted with, <sighs> We are confronted with one and only one choice, if I can say that. Yeah, you know, and that's the education system, okay? You have to finish grade 12. Thereafter, you have to, you know, pursue some kind of qualification, you know, some kind of tertiary education, um, become something, and then you will be an accepted and respected member of society, Right? And if you fail the system at any point, it kind of feels like, you know, you are excluded a bit, but, you know, okay. But it, 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 it is not enough ground to say, you know, you are entirely excluded because you still always have the choice to go back. Um, but yeah, we are confronted with that one-on-one -on -one choice only is to go through the education system to pursue, and, and in that pursue some, finish your, you know, you know, high school, um, Primary school, high school, pursue some tertiary education, become somebody in life, as our elders would say, right? Now, I think this, how I want to link education to I am going to change the world is what education does is that, and unintentionally so, of course, um is it makes us somehow we become experts right professionals um um you know who are known for expertise right um, whatever that the context may be and in whatever given setting we are always the ones who know right we're always the ones who know whatever that is whatever that knowing is <laughs> We're always the ones who know. And as a result, we are always the ones who are put in a position to change something. 
because we have been liberated in our thinking, right? Therefore, we go and change something, go and change the world. There we go. <laughs> um, and, and, and that's basically how I link the education system to this kind of messiah complex. And it, it creeps in very subtly, you know, it's, you don't, you don't, you don't, it's not something that, ooh, oh, you're going to change the world. It doesn't come at you like that, but it, 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 it comes in. You start thinking how, you know what, okay, I've made a good, you know, I've made good life for myself. Got a bit of money, got a wife or a husband, the kids. Okay, everything good. Oh, how do I, how do I make the world a better place now? I can tell you now, very rarely would you find someone who has not really completed um, the education system as it's set out. Really, with someone who has ever completed, you know, the education system takes up, takes up a position like that. All right. Um, if they do, they would have still gone through some kind of other, you know, and call it some ancillary training or some some kind of something else. But somehow there's still some kind of education attached to that, right? Um, yeah, so basically that's how I link this kind of messiah complex which creeps in on us without us knowing through... Uh, um, creeps in, into into our lives without us knowing in uh, uh into our lives right now yeah so basically and then the last thing that i wanted to touch on there in that in, in relation to the post was i i said that i sit with the ambiguities of knowing and the uncomfortable reality of privilege so I think the ambiguity of knowing, the ambiguities of knowing is, that's quite a, it's a very full <laughs> phrase there. Um, there's a lot of nuances when you, when it, when we come to the education system or uh, now it feels like I'm speaking to the education system by itself. Uh, yeah, basically the education system as a branch of knowledge. There, there's a lot of nuances that comes with education, and there is this level of of um, uh, this this expectation. There's this expectation upon you as an educated person to to sit with you know with um polar opposite um opinions perspectives you name it now if you have done some kind of um postgrad research you would know that um as you are setting up your research methodology you have to kind of come in with some kind of knowledge claim some some perspective on how you intend to approach your research right so in that sense, now imagine you you all have the discretion to choose your own knowledge claims or your own perspective, right? So there's so many knowledge claims or various perspectives within the, you know, education knowledge system, if you want to call it that. Um, so you are often always forced to sit with, you know, different perspectives, right? Um, which it's, it's uh, it, it is what it is. <laughs> You have to sit with it. Um, and I guess that's why I said <laughs> I sit with it, right? I, I have to sit with it. I can't run away from it. And without making the part any longer, I want to jump onto the phrase, the uncomfortable reality of privilege. 
So I'll give you an example. I had this, uh, an example in my own life. I had this amazing opportunity, you know, to go to Cape Town and um, kind of like study there, work there for a bit. Uh, um, and this whole time I was living in, in one of the good suburbs in Vincent, right? And so I was going to just go to another amazing better life. <laughs> and... But it also turns out to be the year that my mom, who I, shout out to my mom, <laughs> who I've been living with almost all my life, we had moved out of our little home in Vanaheda, right, um, which is where I grew up, um, and we moved out and we kind of lived in flats across various suburbs, but upwardly, you know, if you get what I mean. Um, and this year, it so happens that it's the year that my mom, you know, managed to finished I mean, she finished it last year you know upgrading the house and we were coming back home where i grew up and i remember i had to like in my mind i was like you know what it's fine this year. i'm gonna just go to cape town just do my thing you know and thank you very much and i was i was wrestling inside myself i was wrestling i said you know here i am pursuing the whatever i'm studying now and to change the world as i would put it but i don't even remember what started this edge in me and or and immediately i thought to myself surely it should have been where i come from right so i was like you know what i'm gonna you know what actually forget cape town i'm gonna go back home where i grew up that's where i'm gonna spend this year <laughs> i wanna remind myself where i come from sit with kind of whatever issues my community that I grew up in wrestles with. So I have a better understanding of, of the realities of this world I intend to change, you know. And, and that's what I did. So that's the short story. But from that, I just wanted to bring across the, this idea of privilege, right? Uh, and what I mean by this is, <clears throat> I speak for myself, is you get, you, you know, honestly, when I think of privilege, I, some, somehow I just, at least in my context, I link it back to education. Education is what has afforded me so many opportunities in this life. And I am just so grateful, <laughs> totally grateful for everyone. And yeah, <laughs> that has played a role and a part in my life, including my employers, my, you know, everyone but basically i realized that once you lived on a different again i want to remind us that privilege is relative but i realized that i had been so out of the reality where i grew up in because i've been privileged there goes that word and i have lived quite the privileged life the way I speak, this is not a break, please, I'm, I'm saying it in the, please hear me out here, like, you know, the way you present yourself, the way you speak about ideas and things is so disconnected when I speak that way where I now live. And it is not to undermine, you know, my environment where I live, where I come from, but it is to say that I think sometimes privilege um privilege can privilege can can become can bring us to this 
uncomfortable reality and bring us back to <laughs> what would have, what would have been a comfortable reality it brings us back now to an uncomfortable reality of who i have moved from who i used to be and surely cannot go backwards and i've experienced a life that you know many others where i i lived may not have experienced and i can't take that back i can't undo privilege does that make sense i can't undo privilege and now i have to sit with then what makes me the better person to change and and bring some kind of good change if you want to a reality that's no longer mine does that make sense so yeah so basically that is a snapshot of you know what this episode was about I'm always happy to engage conversation. I, I love thought-provoking um, conversations. Um, yeah, so basically, I think this podcast would end, this episode would end with the question of what do we do with this consciousness of we've been so far removed from the reality we once used to know. Therefore, what makes us the right people to bring change to these realities that no longer belong to us? I'm out.